is the malted liquor. What gets you drunker quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. Beer. I could kiss and hug it, beer. but I'd rather chug it. Beer. Cut my belly out to here. I could not refuse it. I could really use it. Beer, beer, beer. Beer, 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 beer. Cheers! Welcome back to Geek Life, Pandamega.com's very own podcast, and it's a special date today. Joe, why don't you tell us what, what is the exciting thing happening today? It's Geek Life's 21st episode birthday. Woo! Geek Life turns 21. We have done 21 podcasts, every one of them progressively more awesome. And so we decided to culminate and celebrate with drinking. Because, you know, it only feels appropriate on the 21st birthday of Geek Life for it to be a drunk cast, right? Here, here. So, now, the drunk cast coincides with the zombie survival cast, and we also decided to throw in some other stuff in there, so it's basically just going to be a big, crazy, insanity cast. So, <laughs> so, but we'll get into that a little bit later, but first, let's introduce everybody. Unfortunately, today, the Brian <laughs> got here early and is just too damn drunk already, so he's crashed out over there. Brian? Uh... So... So, uh, so he's just going to be sleeping on the couch, uh, <laughs> but uh, he can't hold his liquor, that guy. Uh, <laughs> but the, as always, the other other co-host, the vicious co-host, Joe. Woo! What, what? Uh, welcoming for the very first time on Geek Life today, Winchester. Hello. Then we've got the admin. Yo! <laughs> and welcoming back the 8th Henry. Always a pleasure. And Nero. Hello. And Pinku. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got a full house. We've got seven whole people over here. Not half people, not part people, but whole people. Well, Brian right now is half. Brian is half. <laughs> Brian is crashed on the ground. Okay. So uh, we are going to move into all kinds of exciting things today. But first, a little housekeeping. First up on housekeeping, we need to explain our drinking game of the night. Okay? <laughs> a lot of ideas were bounced around, but we just settled back on the old standby of anybody that says, um... You gotta take a drink. Now, not everybody has to take a drink, but that person has to take a drink. So, um... <laughs> I figured I'd start off the night right, you know? I feel like you're targeting me. Targeting you? Yeah. Think about poor Winchester. This is just for first person... Blah, 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 blah. I know, right? But this is her first podcast. It's just plain unfair. So, I, I gotta ask this. Is there gonna be any editing in this podcast? You mean like post-production editing? Or? Yeah. Totally. Okay. <laughs> always, always. You know, we'll go down. Gotta, gotta protect the listener's ears. Gotta protect the listener's virgin ears. Right? Yeah, the listener's ears. Now, now, JP, I have a small request on this one. Okay. Can you edit it to make it sound as if the admin is sober this time? Unlikely. Okay. <laughs> so, first up on actual housekeeping, SAC anime wrap-up. So the admin and I went out to Sacramento and crashed at our very generous friend's house, Chaz. Chaz was on the podcast a while back. I think it was the Christmas episode where we talked mm -hmm. movies and had a good time. He's been on a couple. A couple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the games one, too, where all, the, where all had all the good games gone. That was, that was good times. You can, uh, you can look that up in our backlog. Always entertaining and fun. Anyway, so Chaz set... Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Chaz, Chaz set us up uh, very generously, let the admin and I crash on his, his copious amount of couches, and uh, watched some ridiculous uh, stuff on the telly, and just had a good time. It was good. That's great. Uh, and the admin and I woke up early, had some snacks and breakfast and amazing mocha. It was hands down the best mocha I've had this side of, well, 
pretty much in the States. Best yeah, book it's in the just States. ridiculous. So anyway, so then off off to Sack Anime we went. That's right. Now this was the first time where we actually covered some panels. It was great. Yeah, it was really good. We had a very good time. At the time of this release, the panel will the actual Sack Anime coverage will be up, so make sure to go to events.pandamanga.com, check over on the right bar, and you will see coverage for Sack Anime. You can also find that likely on our news.pandamanga.com because we keep everything that's exciting and new going on in the Pandamanga-verse up there and for your RSS pleasure. Anyway, so yeah, we had a really good time, right? It was absolutely amazing. It was, God, one of the best experiences in the Pandamanga life, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was great. We, we have really come to love covering events, and we've only covered two events, but we've got a bunch of them coming up, and we're about to talk about that. Uh, actually, some that we hadn't planned on doing, and we found out about this last weekend, so... Very exciting. Anyway, yeah, we had a really good time. We recorded a couple different panels, got uh, much less interviews this time. Yeah, but there was a reason for that. But there was a reason for that. You know, the, the SAC anime, for all of its mighty glory, had a pretty small Artist's Alley section. Not to say that the artists that were there were any less awesome than oh, they are. I mean, it was great. They were really good. And yeah. we had a, a bunch of good interviews. And I think the admin went home with uh, one of uh, Melissa Pagalusa's amazing prints. Indeed, uh, I did. Which it's, one was that from? The... Uh, it was from Revolutionary Girl Utna. It's mm. already framed and up on my wall. It's amazing. It's a beautiful one. I, you... I remember when we saw her at uh, Stockton Con. The first thing you said is, admin. <laughs> yeah, the admin's gonna want that one. <laughs> no, no, this is a dangerous thing for me because there are a number of prints of hers that I want. And you Her guys... prints are just gorgeous. You can find uh, Melissa's stuff on DeviantArt under Dark Sunrose. And as a matter of fact, by the same name at Etsy. I actually came across the very print that I purchased on Etsy earlier wow. this afternoon. Awesome, awesome. Ooh. Yeah, so her stuff's great. We had a really good time at SAC Anime. Make sure to go to events.pandamanga.com and check out all of our amazing coverage. And if I can just say a big hello to all of our fans, because we now know you are out there. I know. <laughs> Actually, yes, I wanted to talk about this. We, for the very first time in real life, IRL, as they say, these <laughs> young kids these days, they, uh, we actually they really abbreviate that now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Forever now. Long. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, no. The admin and I were there, and we were talking to one of the one of the people at Artist Alley, interviewing a lovely young girl with really amazing art, and you can go check her stuff out uh, on the events section. And standing right next to her, her friend that was there kind of helping out at her booth, walks over to us, taps me on the shoulder, and says, Hey, I listened to your guys' podcast! The admin and I did a double take, and then about shit our pants. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. It's one thing to understand, oh, we've got X many downloads every week. But it's different to actually meet somebody out in the wild, as it were, <laughs> and say, Oh, dude, I like your podcast! And knowing you by name... Oh, yeah, so I, say, I, I look at him and I'm like, Oh, yeah, you know, because I'm over there, he hears me say, like, Hey, this is JP from PandaMega.com, reporting a second, you know? And so he knew who I was. Then I say, Oh, yeah, this is the admin. And he goes, Oh, it's like being recognized by, <laughs> by you know, your handle in a podcast. So good. Uh, anyway, actually, I'm not going to give out his name, but I know that you're listening, and why don't you email us at geeklife at pandamanga.com, and we will hook you up with a t-shirt. Woo! So, just, uh, you know who you are? So, we met you at SAC Anime. Go right on ahead, email us at geeklife at pandamanga.com, and we'll hook you up with a little bit of merch, okay? Even I haven't got a t-shirt yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're cheap. <laughs> that I'm not going to refute this. <laughs> anyway, so... Oh, imagine that. Listening to Geek Life pays off. Hint, hint. Everybody, listen to Geek Life. <laughs> Tell your friends. Yeah, we should just send an email in and I should do that. You no, should just pretend. You're like, that would be the Yeah, I'm sure that'll work. 
SwissCheeseAndBullets at gmail.com. Hi, I'm the guy from Sack Anime that you're talking about. Give, give me a free t-shirt. No, so I, need, I need a 2X. Also, I live at your friend's address. So mm. that happened. This is true. Also at the Sack Anime, we, uh, like I said, we listened to a couple panels, and one of the panels we saw was the zombie panel. And while very entertaining, it was uh, it was obvious to us that that perhaps Swiss Cheese and Bullets team of ZombieEgg.com fame could totally do a panel as well. You know, we, we went there, we saw it, we were like, these guys are having a bunch of fun up there, they're saying some good things. I've heard Henry say these very same things, and then some. Could be even more educational, and it would be really fun to kind of uh, run an entire panel in that hyperfiction style of, of uh, ZombieEgg.com. So, looking forward to trying to do that. Also in Zombie Egg news, we had a couple meetings this past week to try and resurrect Zombie Egg. A little fire was lit under in our hearts for Zombie Egg after we saw that panel, seeing mm-hmm. seeing zombie people really up there and doing their thing. It, it really made us excited to do the same. So we had sat down had a meeting and are getting the Zombie Egg team back together. Very exciting. Uh, the Brian is helping, as you guys have heard before, the Brian is helping the 8th Henry get the website back up and running. Uh... <laughs> and we have... Uh, uh, I actually set up a test server for the 8th Henry to start writing up content and cataloging some articles and stuff. And, of course, the admin's going to have to go in and make it legible. <laughs> some work there. <laughs> yes. But uh, but uh, rest assured, Zombie Egg will be up and going very quickly. Uh, like I said, we're all very excited about it and even more enthusiastic after having gone and seen you know, the zombie panel and just being excited to get involved and get going and hopefully have a panel of our own someday. Someday soon, hopefully. Anyway, so very excited about Zombie Egg. Looking forward to getting that going again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All right, and also we've got some other upcoming events. Uh, SatCon, September 30th. I'm sure you guys have heard us talk about this quite a bit. This is the... how? What number is this this year so far? Is it the second one? The second SatCon of the year, yeah. Yeah, so real excited for that. Uh, more information on that at www.sac-con.com. So if you're in the Sacramento area or... Willing to drive into Sacramento? <laughs> yeah, which can be tricky because that business loop is a son of a bitch. I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously. Do we How know where it's at hmm? Do we know where it's at yet? Yeah, it's, it's at the Scottish Rite Center. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. We... Sack Anime is actually going to be moving its location, so when we hit it in January, we're going to have a brand new sparkly location to cover. Yes, very cool. cool. Yes, that's actually Sack Anime will be moving to the Expo Center. Oh, sweet! That's going to be easy to find. So that very same weekend as SACCON, the two days prior to that, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Friday and Saturday, so it's the twenty ninth and the twenty eighth and twenty ninth, twenty eighth and twenty ninth. That's going to be the Days of Terror convention. Very exciting. We now so so the admin and I, as we were at Sac Anime, spoke with the one, the only Jason Doobie. Great guy. Very very cool guy. And he told us about the days of days of terror. Is it days of terror? The days of terror con coming terror. up. Yes, and uh, we had a really good conversation. And you can check out our part of our conversation in the interviews at uh, events.pandamanga.com. But anyway, so he let us know that that was going on and invited us to come and cover that as well. And so. If all things uh, all things work out, we should be able to be over there and check that out and spend the whole damn weekend Super in Sacramento. Excited about yes, it. very exciting, very exciting. We, you know, of course, we love horror movies and all about the zombies and all that good stuff. And there's going to be some really good stuff there. So if you're looking for more information on that, you can check out Days of Terror at DaysOfTerror.com. And I just got to say, if you're unsure about what kind of conventions to start going to, if you're not a big con goer, I highly recommend the Sacramento cons because. 100% all of my experiences have been amazingly great. The nerd fan base in Sacramento is incredible. 
So if you aren't quite sure if you're ready to jump in, just dive right in at a uh, SatCon. I think you'll be really happy with what you find. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of elitism or anything like not that. Not at all. Really yeah, no, and really like I told you uh, before we started recording, I've been listening to the Junior and Leo show podcast, mm -hmm. and they are always talking about the awesome scene that they have going for comedy, for all the like local entertainment. Sacramento's really happening. Yeah. No. But, of course, nobody knows that. Because it's, it's impossible to get to. <laughs> well, it is also impossible to get to. I was joking with JP about this. Is you know why is there such a great you know energy as far as the geek culture there? And we were you know theorizing that it's perhaps because the geeks can't get out of Sacramento <laughs> <laughs> to go elsewhere. You know you've got all these amazing. Absolutely, you've got all these amazing cons in Southern California. And everybody in Zach's like, yeah, we gotta go to this. This is gonna be awesome. And they get on the highway, they're going, and then they just get turned around. They're like, fuck it, let's just go home. They just find themselves <laughs> back at their front door. You know, how many 80s are there? It's so frustrating. Yeah, that, the, the highways, they, like so many highways merge into one actual road and then split off, and it's just a son of a bitch. I don't know how many times we had to reroute. Uh, I mean, maybe we just sound like idiots now, but it was a pain in the ass. No, 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 no. I have never met a person who said, oh, yeah, Sacramento driving? That's easy. <laughs> Let's go do it on Sunday for fun. fun. All right. Next up on housekeeping, I just want to remind everybody that the one, the only, The Brian has been putting out his jaded and biased reviews every Tuesday. Woo. Coming up this Tuesday is another really fun and snarky-ass review. And <laughs> so make sure to look forward to that. should be up at the 8 in the a.m., on this coming Tuesday, or like last Tuesday, well, every Tuesday. <laughs> so you can't escape the jaded and biased reviews by the Brian. And then finally, the last item on our list, something that I haven't talked about too much, but I'm very excited to finally announce that there is another comic coming to pandamanga.com. We are finally getting another person to host. Very exciting. So I've been speaking with Aram French who is the uh, writer and artist and everything of Mandatory Roller Coaster. Woo! <laughs> Mandatory Roller Coaster has its very own unique style, very good humor. It's just it's just brilliant. Sounds like a fun ride. It, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, somebody somebody, make somebody him just drink. shoot him. Yes, drink. <laughs> His bottle's empty. His bottle's empty. Oh, fail. Drink that. Uh, <laughs> You're pointing at the administrator's cup. It was empty hours ago. <laughs> We're gonna have to refill in a minute here. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so uh, you can check out Mandatory Roller Coaster at mandatoryrollercoaster.tumblr.com. Yay! Welcome, Mandatory Roller Coaster. Yes, uh, very soon we'll have Mandatory Roller Coaster stuff up. He's been going on for about a year now, almost about a whole year. Awesome. So there's lots of back content. So what our plan currently is to release two comics a week as we catch up to his current releases. Uh, that'll be Tuesdays and Thursdays in the mornings, so we'll have a comic every day of the week for you guys, Yay! except for every other Wednesday, because D&D takes so much extra special time to finish. <laughs> well, and there's podcasts. And there's podcasts, yes, so, you know, always, a real, but there will literally be a release every day of the work week. So you get into work, go on panamanga.com, find something to make your day a little bit less awful, because, you know, going into work is awful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, so... Uh, you can see a lot of his work, a lot of Mandatory Roller Coaster stuff on mandatoryrollercoaster.tumblr.com, spelled just the way it sounds. Uh, and you can even see an archive of some of the stuff that's going to be on the Panda Manga website. One of the exciting things that we're doing, though, is we're getting higher resolution versions of them. And he's coming in and he's going to be titling all of them as well. So it'll be a little easier to find. And yeah, so uh, very cool. And you know, if you haven't heard of him before, check out his stuff. And then it will be quickly coming up onto the Panda Manga website. And you can... Check his stuff out and subscribe to the RSS feed and just just get uh, double your fun with that uh, mandatory roller coaster every two every week. Very cool. 
I'm excited, and just uh, much love to Aram. He's he's amazing, very funny, and you know, a longtime friend of several of our friends, and glad to really kind of welcome him in, into the Pandamanga fold. Awesome. So I think that's it for housekeeping. Anything else? That's all I got. That's it. All right. Oh, actually, before I forget, one more thing for housekeeping. The very exciting midnight cast of Borderlands 2 at our local GameStop here in Napa, California on Soskal will be happening on the 17th. So at the time of this posting, the coming Monday. Come out to Napa, GameStop. It's pretty much right on your main drag as you come in the come in from the Southern Crossing out there. And you can come in and check out. I think we start at 10, 30, 11 o'clock, something like that. We'll be starting mm-hmm. actually like the festivities at 11, but they'll be opening the doors 10, 10, 30, something like that. So come in, finish your pre-order, all that fun stuff, and uh, stand in line, chill out for a minute, and then we'll be getting going on the festivities. A couple of things that we'll be doing, very exciting. We just got Tigerpaw of AirPlus Recordings to agree to come and do a live chiptune set. So for about an hour, you'll be rocking out to some amazing video game music and good stuff and, you know, video game-inspired tunes. And uh, Tigerpaw is just a good, close friend and partner of Pandamanga.com, and we're happy to have him part of the event. Along with that, the very generous manager of GameStop has offered to crack open a fresh game before midnight and allow us to plug it into uh, the television and system that we bring in. So you guys can actually come and try and check out the game before it's actually legal to play it. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually in there this afternoon picking up an HD cord for our brand new Xbox 360. The important part about this is that flyers have been flying out of the store. (laughs) Are we running out? Do I need to bring more over? We're not running out quite yet, but people have a general interest. I think we're going to have a really good group for the Excellent. release party. Excellent. It's very exciting. Great. I actually go in a couple times, and it's amazing to see the flyer with hostedbypandamanga.com on the front window. It's as you on the in. front door as I was walking up because, you know, you put a picture on Facebook. And, and you're you... thinking it's on the side or something. Exactly, but I saw it on the front door. I said, oh, right. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. and then there's one, like, right by the front desk also. Absolutely. The so, yeah, they, they're, they're shamelessly promoting this. It's very exciting. Can't wait to get going with it. And if it proves to be as amazing as it sounds like it will be, it will become a regular thing. And it'll be a really amazing opportunity for Tigerpaw and his other AirPlus guys that are, you know, local-ish to come out and play. And then also an amazing opportunity for people to learn more about Pandamanga.com and all the fun stuff we do there. And, uh, yeah, so... But, okay, so the other things that are going to be going on there, uh, like I said, we get to, to have early playtesting of the game before 12. As well as we'll uh, be doing some kind of Borderlands trivia based on number one and number two and that sort of stuff. And anybody that knows their Borderlands stuff will actually get some some gift cards and... Maybe some other free giveaways. We've got some ideas up our sleeve, but we haven't actually hammered out all the goodies that we're going to have. But we'll definitely have stickers. We'll definitely have uh, some gift cards at different uh, levels of money so that uh, people that really know their Borderlands will earn a nice little discount on their game that night. And I heard today that uh, there will be a GameStop-funded Borderlands t-shirt up on the docket. Really? Yeah. Nice. They haven't even told me that. I went in the other day and we were talking about, because uh, GameStop, I don't know if you guys know this or not, there's all this merchandise that they get, posters and all this stuff, and you'd think, oh man, they must sell that on eBay afterwards or whatever. I mean, a lot of the time, you just go in and you say, I want that, and they put your name on it, they give you a call and they switch it out, and you get it for free. I mean, yep. mer- I mean, like cool stuff, posters and, and other things, like statues and stuff. A lot of the time, the GameStop staff gets with the really cool shit, oh, which yeah. is totally oh, yeah. fair, but at the same time, there's often stuff left over. And so they're very generously kind of, col- you know, collecting crap that they, you know. So he said something about Borderland posters potentially be available to just kind of hand out. And so so come over the 17th of September at 11 o'clock. Listen to some great music. 
get some free stuff, pick up your copy of Borderlands, and go home and just just never sleep and just play it all night. <laughs> uh, auxiliary to that, we are hoping to come home and uh, have a little game session with some of the PM staff for a couple hours and then post a quickie review of it. Or a quick review of the first, you know, kind of early impressions of the game up on uh, up on the interweb the day that it comes out. So before you even go into the store, if you're too much of a wuss to come to the midnight show, uh, you can take a look at what we've got going on and what we think of the first few hours of the game. So very exciting. Mm-hmm. All right, and that that is actually officially it for housekeeping. So we'll take a break and we'll come back with Con Survival Guy. If you're listening to Geek Life. Don't go anywhere. Geek Life podcast number 21. 21. 21. So, before, before we get into the con survival guide, I have a special guest for us tonight. El Panda de Muerte! El Panda de Muerte, it's good to meet you. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. Alright, so, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, that was well done. <laughs> Evidence is being taken. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so 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 El Panda is all the way from San Salvador. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. Good. El Panda is coming all the way from San Salvador. Uh, the Brian went ahead and sent El Panda over. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know it's it's a void that, that you're feeling. So thank you. Good, it's good for coming. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Panda, are you aware that one peck is wider than the other peck? Yes. <laughs> are you in an pecs. accident, <laughs> or were you just born that way? That's that's what happens when you don't even out your workout. That's the problem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so El Panda is going to be here to help this podcast be extra ridiculous. Now, El, El Panda, I have to say, your voice sounds very familiar. I have to ask, are are you the Batman? <laughs> I am not the Batman, no. So he claims, Manga Geek Life podcast audience, but what do you actually believe? Dun dun dun! So for those of you Can that you are wondering what the hell's happening, we have a new member of the Pandamanga crew. It is El Panda de Merte. It is a mysterious guest who has massive overflowing muscles and an incredible panda luchador mask <laughs> with flowing panda fur apparently and fantastic panda ears does that feel good oh yes yes okay good <laughs> so, uh, so el panda is uh, hopefully going to become a regular on our uh, our, our public appearances <laughs> el panda is quite el panda is a, el panda is a uh, fucking uh, hog uh, I mean, he's just amazing no so, he's a panda he's a panda that's right exactly uh, so uh, so el panda like i said is going to help make uh, this podcast extra ridiculous man i wish the brian were here to see this Oh man, Me Brian too. would love it. Yeah, he would love it. He's yeah. on the couch. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's not really conscious. He is. He is crashed out over there. Okay, he's here, but not really here. He won't remember it in the morning. <laughs> this is true. This is true. He'll dream about it. Wild dreams of pandas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that we've introduced our very extra special guest, nice pecs. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, the first item on today's podcast routine is the Con Survival Guide. 
Now, like we said, it felt only appropriate to do something survival guidey because this was originally supposed to be a zombie podcast. And we'll get into the zombie stuff later. But first, we have some convention veterans here. This is specifically why the magnificent Winchester is with us today. The Winchester is quite the con-goer. I am. <laughs> you make a point of going to Comic-Con every year, right? Yes. Now, that's expensive, right? Like, how much are the tickets? Um. Well, when I first started going, it, it was only like 75 for the full week. Mm-hmm. But now I just bought my tickets for next year, and it's up to one seventy-five for the week. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Yeah, that's expensive. It is. But so we've got uh, we've got the uh, Winchester with us, and then uh, the admin and Eighth Henry been to a couple co- couple cons and have some good stories, especially some bad involving ones too. some some what <laughs> some bad stories, some bad too. stories oh, as well. Yeah. Good, right, right. And then uh, and then Nero and Pinku also have uh, a lot of good stories. Definitely con veterans. What thirty plus cons at this oh, point? Wow. You guys have checked out. Yep. Yeah. I think that's enough to actually consider them elite at this point. Excellent. <laughs> it just feels sad at this point. <laughs> So for those of us that feel like we have something we'd like to contribute to people that are going to a con maybe for the first time. So, Geek Life listeners, this is your opportunity to listen in and find out how to avoid some of the common pitfalls of your con newbie. Okay? So let's just go around in a circle. Winchester, why don't you start us off? What are a couple points that you want to make sure people are, are aware of, prepared for? Well, I mean... It- Depending on the size of the actual convention, I would say the first thing that you should always try to acknowledge is the lines. Never underestimate a line. If there's a panel that you want to go to, you're going to have to sacrifice something else to get into it. Um, you know, Drink! Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that, we're, now that we're off like just the group ramblings, we're all leaning in waiting for somebody <laughs> waiting to say the, the magic in. words. I mean, a perfect example is this year... I camped out from about 12.30 a.m. till about 10 o'clock in the morning to get into the main hall to see the Marvel panel. Mm-hmm. That was at the end of the day. Oh, so, wow. so you pretty much sacrificed your entire day. Yeah, you, you have to sacrifice. I mean, especially at the big conventions like Comic-Con, even WonderCon. Um, oh, sh- See? Mm-hmm. I, I, I noticed Winchester has a second one lined up here. Oh, she's ready. She's ready. I, I, know, I know my own mouth. Now, know so the thing is, is that you don't have to drink if nobody calls it. Oh, That's okay. the trick. So if you can slip them in there. See, I'm sure I've said the magic... I'm not going to say it. I'm sure I've said the magic words more than once, but nobody caught me. And so now, this is how the game works, all right? So we have to, okay. we have to listen in. So one person at a time, we're paying attention, so... Yeah, I think with, with the with the lines, it's all about sacrifice. There's always going to be a panel that you're not going to get to. You have to go, do I want to go to this panel or do I want to go to that panel? And how long am I going to stay in line? And how much sleep am I going to lose? Yeah, so some good lines? organizational skills would be really important. Oh, yeah. you know, look, look, at the, look at the con guide and, and yeah. really block out your plan and, and this time to this time. And then allow. it looks like really make some allowances for things you expect to be popular, right? Definitely. Um uh, I keep catching myself. <laughs> so honestly, I'm just going to keep drinking all night. Just do it. I would say on average, you're probably going to have to sit between like two to three panels before wow. a popular panel, like especially with like... You're talking about like a bi- at big, big at cons. Big, big cons. But I've even experienced that at WonderCon, oh, yeah. which is, you know, in San Francisco, except for this past year. But I think it's probably easy to consider that anything put on com- by Comic-Con International is considered like the big three. Oh, yeah. You've got Comic-Con, WonderCon, and Ape. And even though Ape is Alternative Press Expo... It's expensive to get into for the for the tables, and pretty damn busy. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was a crowded con. Yeah, it was a really crowded con. We're looking forward to going there, by the way. Oh, good lord, are we? I keep trying to get a hold of the press guys, and they're just they're just not giving me any love. Yeah, I'm 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 sure that they're crazy busy. They do amazing work. They put on amazing cons. So hey, no 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 worries. But it is it takes it's taking a lot longer than I was expecting. Surprisingly so. To get the press information up on the website. Mm -hmm. With Comic Con International, they're notorious for not getting back to people. Oh really? I've I've known other people who have tried to get in with the with press and everything, and they're just they're awful about getting back to people. Even when you're just trying to get information about. Ticket sales or whatever, mm -hmm. they're awful about getting back to people. Yeah, every time that I call them, they're like, this person's in a meeting. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. one of these times, I'm just going to have to say, I'll wait. Yeah, to tell, tell, them you're, tell them you're their mother. <laughs> <laughs> What's their name? Whoever they are. I'm their mother. I mean, <laughs> I'm their mother. Tell them their mother's on the phone and they're going to be grounded if they don't answer. <laughs> but rest assured, Panda fans, whether or not they get back to us, we will be there. We will have a presence at 8. Absolutely. We'll definitely all be there. Even if we just have to go viral and just be there in t-shirts, walking around, and being like, if you're going to Panda Man, you're going to come here. Andy. Very, very hopefully we will be there Wait uh, a second. In, in a professional capacity. Do our fans have to be called Fandas? Fandas! Yes, so good. Hello, all you fandas out there! So, anything else, Winchester, you can think Sorry. of? Shower. <laughs> Shower. Yes, regularly. that's what I was gonna say. Yes. Yes. Well, P.O. smells great. There are some serious, Especially like, when there's thousands of people cranking. There are some serious gutter nerds at those things. <laughs> on, on average, on a Saturday at Comic Con, there's over 150,000 people packed into one convention center. That is the one day a year that I am proud to be over five foot five. Because you kind of break the body odor layer. Oh, layer. It's just, yeah. just the layer it's just of like just a fog. Cloud. It's a cloud <laughs> of you. And So what I need to do is I need to bring a snorkel. Basically. Oh, no! What if a toner comes uh, by? That was, sure. was going to be my next point. Is okay. You do yeah. occasionally get past, you know, past some... Dude, so like super tall right past the clouds. Yeah, and you're just like, like oh, and you get and hit. It's, it's so in other words, I need to just like go in there armed with axe. Yeah. Ass. Ass. My nephew just went for the first time this past year, and he said next year he's just going to buy a travel-sized deodorant <laughs> and just hand mass it out? amount and just hand it out to people. <laughs> it's like, it's I love you, man, but you stink. Yes. He's going to go broke, I think. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're not going to have any money to spend. How is your nephew old enough to go to Comic? Right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. And Winchester and I go way back. So way actually way most back. of us at this sitting at this table yeah. go way back. <laughs> so anything else or we should move on to the administrator's suggestions? Administrator. Administrator, Administrator. over there. Alright, let's see what you got to say. Now save the stories to later, because we've got a story section. Right now it's just suggestions. <laughs> right. But boy do we have stories. Oh boy, do we, we do. Have. Do not tune out, you are gonna miss out. <laughs> so um my <laughs> Oh, the eighth energy drinking every time the administrator's drinking. He's planning on not driving home tonight. Yeah, I think we're crashing here tonight. Yeah, we have we have a couch and a half. The Brian is gonna be sharing some couch space with the eighth Henry. It's okay. <laughs> it's alright, I'm gentle. <laughs> Ask Joe. Not that gentle. <laughs> Don't run for my love. <laughs> Let's keep going here. <laughs> I don't know if I can! <laughs> 
So, Lots of mental images. Yeah, yeah. the images and the things out of the head. Just dreams. Dreams. So <laughs> my first point was already made, but I'm going to reiterate it because it's the most important thing on the planet at cons. Good Lord Shower. <laughs> hygiene, hygiene, hygiene. I remember my second anime expo. I open up the little convention booklet and the first page says, Remember to shower. And I thought to myself, why on earth would they need to... Oh, wait, that's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Nothing like sharing an elevator to prove that point. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong with showering more than once a day. Nothing just wrong at all. Just gonna say that. Yes, you know, no. convention centers are very hot. They're very crowded. You sweat a lot. Even the most cleanly con goer can be kind of terrible by 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Don't be afraid to shower more than once. Good lord, please. Second of all, and this one's really important to me in particular, hydration. Drink water. Bring water. Yeah, don't pay five dollars for. It's a often of water. free outside of video rooms at cons, especially AX. Yeah. Actually, a lot of the time there's really... drinking fountains, and sometimes yeah. there's little drink, you know, like the little drinking what do you call it, Culligan things. Yeah, we were lucky enough to run into those when we were working the con this past weekend. But generally yeah, speaking, awesome. even if you see it, you might not necessarily take advantage of it. Do it. It's should. so important. You can go a day without eating. It might suck, but you can make it through. But if you yeah, go you and I don't like, think we had lunch at all. We, no, we, we so really busy. didn't spend much time, you know, eating that. Made up for the fact for like a couple thousand calorie breakfasts over at and then uh, dinner. Yeah, yeah, we had some interesting breakfast. But they were very good. So good. Cafe Lumiere, right? Lumiere, yeah. yeah check out Cafe Lumiere over there. I think it was what on Broadway. Is that right? Potential. That place is a maze of confusion. Yeah, but it is <laughs> Cafe Lumiere with like excellente goose on the east. Really good. Yeah. Amazing. Get there. Oh, God, what was the thing that we had? It was peanut butter. No, it was Nutella and oh. peanut butter. Oh. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. No, they were croissants, not yeah. grapes. No. Oh, you don't even understand. Food aside, hydrate yourself. You can make it through a day without eating, but you can't really easily make it through a day without having water. And energy drinks, while technically counting... Don't truly count. You're going to find yourself really hurting by the end of the day if you well, don't you know, Yeah, I, you know, the whole thing about ele like electrolytes and energy drink is like... That's what plants crave. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but, but it, that doesn't do it. You've got to have water. No. Most hotel venues will have um, water provided. <laughs> Take full advantage of it. Make it a rule. Whenever you see a water fountain or a water dispensing device... Take a drink, even if it's just a small sip. It'll help you in the long run. Mm -hmm. I work the summers at Stanford University teaching. I go through probably about 12 cups a day, and I'm still dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And that's just because of all the running around. If you're out in the heat, you've got to constantly rehydrate. The worst thing in the world that could happen is you collapsing in the middle of the convention center and having to stop the whole thing because emergency personnel have to get in there for you. It's true. So that's number one. Number two goes out to all of my cosplaying friends. Double... Stick. Tape. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> it's called Hollywood tape. It's what all those fancy actresses use on the red carpet to make sure that their dresses don't fall. They don't have any nip slips. No little accidents. Bring it with you. Always. It's not that sexy to see random Congo or nipple. I don't care how attractive you think you are. It doesn't work. Don't do it. Just bring double stick tape at all times. Another thing with the cosplayers, 
if you're going to wear the same costume <laughs> all days of the convention, hit it with Febreze or something. <laughs> or have different costumes to wear. Yes. Son of a bitch. That is exactly what my friend is. He was dressed up as a Kinko's copy ninja at Otakon or something like that. And, <laughs> and that's what they did is they buried their clothes in Febreze. You know what? We had a good time that year. <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to move on to Mr. Henry over there? Yeah, anything more. And I think we're going to lead into stories. But don't forget about the tape. It's like three ninety five at Walgreens. <laughs> yeah, we make sure to be concise. We have a lot of people today. Yep. So. I suppose the first and most important issue is that if you are purchasing anything at a con, uh, be aware of the drink. Va- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the drink patrol. Come on, you guys, pick it up. <laughs> anyway, be aware of the value of the items that you are purchasing. For example, don't waste thirty dollars on a Boken. They are available. For- Boken is a wooden sword. Yes. For those who don't know, Boken is a wooden sword practice sword. It's available for $10 everywhere else. <laughs> everywhere else. And, and the same goes with most other items at the con. Just if you really just gotta have it, gotta, gotta have it, then then go ahead and chill out the devil. Yeah, but I mean, but, also pull your head out of your ass, you guys. Pull your phone out. Check the prices online. Yeah, you know, it's, like it's the, a, the, the, they had those really awesome ears from Think Geek. Think Geek. And I'm thinking, man, $100? That's a lot. But that's what they are, Geek, you know, uh, Think Geek. It's the um, same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Those things are great, though. Yeah, they're really rad. Yeah, what are they called? Nekotama? Nekomimi. Neko what? Nekomimi. So how do you spell that? N-E-K-O-M-I-M-I. Yeah, they're completely great. And we need. I think that. I think that's going to be an eventual addition to El Panda de Muertes. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think? You think that's going to be oh, amazing? That'll be fine. I'll be able to that'll be it. amazing. It would be amazing. <laughs> I just can't wonder while I wrestle. I just can't help but wonder, <laughs> do those ears show indignant anger? Apparently, it's not like... Uh, a, I didn't say it. I said like. I'm trying. <laughs> False call. False take call. a drink. False call. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Addition to the rules. Down. False call. Very good. Very good. Anyway, I was looking on there, and apparently it's not reacting to muscular movement, supposedly. And, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt because yeah. this, is, this is Think Geek, and they make shit up. But this isn't one of their April Fool's items, so potentially oh, really? it's true. But... Apparently, it's supposed to detect brainwaves, and it could detect, you know, that's what it Come on, let, let's it break this down. There's a little sensor on the forehead. When yeah. you move your oh, eyebrows, eyebrows, you'll notice that the guy who was trying to make you buy a pair was like, oh, you could look sad. And they were like, well, your ears are still up. And he furrows his brow really hard, and his ears go down, and he goes, sad kitty face. Sad kitty. Yeah, no, it's all about that sensor. But it's completely head. great. Oh, no, oh, it's right, amazing. I was super jealous. It seems like a little overpriced. I figure for hundred dollars a damn will better in my freaking brainwaves. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I like to add actually with those nickel mimi. If you're gonna be in a video room where there's gonna be a ton of people behind you, please don't wear them and block the view like a dick. Because that <laughs> unless you're sad. Unless you're sad, because then I turn down. Then you better be sad, sad for the, the whole, whole two time. hours. Because I will end you. It's gotta be great with the fireflies. <laughs> right. Uh, so anything anything else, Henry? Uh yeah, don't talk to Chewbacca. Drink. <laughs> don't talk to Chewbacca. We'll get into that a little bit later. Let's see. So before we move on, let's go ahead and take a musical break. Wow, you're listening to Geek Life. When we come back, we will continue on with the Con Survival Guide recommendations for newbie con goers.
to the Drunkcast. Next up is Nero's suggestions for newbie con goers. So, for the cons that have the video rooms, one of the things that's really annoying is when the video room is packed full of people, they have the AC room cranked, which keeps it right about the right temperature. However, when there's only a couple people in that room, it's freezing. You might think they've locked you in the freezer. It is cold. So I suggest you bring a sweater. You wrap it around your waist if you're not using it. You bundle up nice and tight when you're in the video room. Keeps you nice and warm. I write that down for the uh, every year I forget my sweater to remember to bring it next year. Good call. Yeah, so basically you're gonna need a sweater if you're in a if you're in a panel that nobody gives a f about. <laughs> you wanna watch the really esoteric stuff and be real cool and nerdy and know it all. So yeah, so OG nerds bring a sweater. <laughs> okay. They're all right, pink cardigan. Uh, part, yeah. Okay, pink. And a blanket. <laughs> a blanket. So what what do you got? Alright, um, statistically, <laughs> darn, statistically you are not three years old. That being said, you are not a goddamn toddler. I say that because usually at conventions I see full-grown adults or people who are probably around the age of 18 running and screaming as if they were. Mm. I think you need to realize that not everybody who's at the con is in the same place in your fandom as you are. I remember when I was a new fan, I, I really, you know, I felt excited and... Everything was new and novel, and I'd never seen so much anime merchandise at the same in the same place. The first time I'd ever seen a dealer's room. Squee! But exactly, <laughs> and it, you know, and, it, and it's still heartwarming too to sort of see fans at that place where they're going, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! This is so cool! Look at all these fans!" Because you know that's how new fans talk. That's how I talked back then. Is that the accurate voice? Yes, exactly. It is completely it was, the accurate voice. It is spot Science on. That has is proven it. That's how I used to speak back in I don't know whatever year I started going to cons. Some of us, you know, we, we go there just because we're, you know, we don't even know anymore. We hang out with <laughs> friends, we go through all these rungs of fandom, but we're we're not really interested in hearing you screaming in our ears and running through hallways and stepping on us or running into us while we're trying to get places. Yeah, you know, when you scream so loud that your eardrum distorts, not good. Not good. <laughs> yes, especially at anime cons, there tend to be a lot of people who have badly accented Japanese and while I can respect that, that's totally cool. I was learning at some point. There's just only so much of kawaii that you can handle. <laughs> as, as, I think I've been going to, I, I think anime cons alone, I've been going since 1997. So it's it's just my, my fists sort of clench when I hear it and I run into it at them. Even though I'm fully prepared to spend a whole weekend with that and I'm totally cool that you're excited. It's, that's great. That's where you go to be excited. I know this is a safe place where you can just nerd out. That's also really cool just dear god be considerate of other people absolutely inside voices yes yeah. please <laughs> please please well if i were to say one thing to be fair i've only been to a couple of conventions but the one thing that really drives me freaking crazy as much as it drives me when i'm driving it's like learn how to walk in such a way that there doesn't have to be fucking traffic jams it's like you know people to the right moving forward people to the right moving forward if we all just hang to the right and walk forward we're gonna get where we're going. We don't need to smash each other. I don't need gutter punk elbow in my face. Thank you very much. I'm good. You know, so it's like it's not that freaking hard to just be orderly and walk. I mean, I, I understand. You know, you drive a car, and it's one of the like the big changes and moments in your life when you realize that after a week of driving, you're not the worst driver on the road. <laughs> and I understand that it can be like that in life because there's just a lot of freaking stupid people out there. And, and, and in no other way is it is it so obvious as people just can't merge. People can't walk. People can't get places without 
just smashing into each other. Are those? Oh, my favorite is the people that stand in a group and talk in the in the middle, middle of the aisle. Oh, oh, oh my god! It makes me want to murder somebody. You know, I mean, really, like, like I, I wish that I just had some weapon, and you know, I was cosplaying something, and no weapon was appropriate, and I could just bludgeon them with it. So now you understand how I feel in, in every crowd. In all the time. In all the damn time. <laughs> On uh, that note, we need to bring El Panda with us. Yeah. Just, El Panda. Panda. Uh, just, just, just the, the righteous panda elbow of justice. Remind us of your proper name again. Clothesline. The righteous clothesline. Yes, El Panda no. de Muertes. Okay. On that note... If you are in a flow of traffic that is relatively heavy, do not stop and ask for a picture of somebody going in the opposite direction. Yes! There are people behind you! God! Every dealer's room, there's about 20 people blocking up the aisles just trying to take cosplay pictures. We all gotta be somewhere. Yeah, just keep your camera ready. Just snap. Now, JP and I kept trying to get to places because, you know, we were trying to cover all the events. And we kept being cut off by people who, like, ran into Heavy, which was an awesome, awesome costume that I wanted to take a picture of. But he was going in the opposite direction. Guy in front of us stops. Hey, can I take your picture? It's like, we gotta be somewhere, like, three minutes ago. Get out of the way. Yeah, sometimes you're racing from one event to another. You're trying to get to a panel. You're trying to get to some kind of interview going on, some kind of a meetup. And... There are people standing in the damn way and just 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 mucking up the works. It's like, come on, guys. I mean, just, we're all just, adults here, just basically. Walk, walk through the picture, flash your press, press pass, and just keep. <laughs> Not everybody hey, is hey. awesome enough to have a pandemic press pass. Hey, right? hey, hey, just us. Press just pass. It doesn't even matter. Just, just flash anyway. On that just note, on that note, if you can if you can get into a convention with a press pass, it is magnificent. Amazing. It is mag freaking magnificent. <laughs> you don't understand what life is like until you walk past a gigantic long line. Flash your press pass and be like, I'm press, I got to set up. And they're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's perfectly legitimate. We did need a set up. We wanted to get a good spot. We wanted to talk to the people who were in there, prepare. It's, it's per- I mean, press need to be able to get places oh, without yeah. the mess. That doesn't That's change real. that it was hilarious. But it doesn't change the fact that it's freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. But yeah, so just mind the flow of people traffic, guys. Come on. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah. So, El Panda, do you have any con suggestions? Never underestimate the power of Purell hand sanitizer. <laughs> that is very valid. Well spoken. Sage advice. Sage Andy. advice. A 10,000 pair of dirty nerd hands oh, touching you, every doorknob. You know, door knob, you know where they Every yeah. railing. Yum. So good. Worst place to be in a con? A bathroom. They've yeah. been places no other uh-huh. person has ever been or will be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm not going to chop stop me from eating these cheesy poofs, but it's going to make me think about it. Mm. How's that going for you? Real good, actually. Barbecue sauce are amazing. Joe, do you have any, any suggestions for... Yes. Bring lots of cash, but yeah. bring small bills. Yes, mm. true. Yep. I actually, in some cases, bringing a large bill can be kind of nice. I went over there and bought something for $20, and he was like, well, with taxes, 21 It's like, <clears throat> I just got a 20 and a 50 You want to break the 50 And he was like... No, go ahead and take it. <laughs> but think about the very next place when we tried to pick up some soda. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm he mm-hmm. was really upset. You know, each drink was like two bucks a piece, and you only had a 20. So do you have anything else? So That's why you bring you suck your way of dollars. No, you know, <laughs> actually, that's pretty good. It, it is, but nobody f***ing wants those. Bring right. both. Bring big bills so you can be like, oh, well, I only got this 50. Bring small bills for the small purchases like the drinks. No, but if you're only packing small bills, <laughs> when you see that limited edition... Lightsaber dildo. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, specific. You're going to say, 
Do I really want to pay for that in all fives? Oh, so this is a preventative measure. It's it partly wise. preventative and partly pragmatic. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you, sorry, I've uh, only got five, you know. <laughs> but you're going to have situations I, where, where of, dealers so. are going to be like, yeah, I'll take fives for that Star Wars dildo. <laughs> It is awfully specific. We're going to have to find out what that's all about. No, no, here's what bothers me. I feel like this is a thing, and specifically Joe knows about it for some reason. I innately Those of you that don't know. Those in the dark. Exactly. You innately know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, and it makes the sounds, too. Oh, God, like the kids' toys? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, long long ago, We're Joe people. did work at a corn shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So Joe has the 411 on all the goodies, as it were. Joe has life experience. <laughs> Is that what we call it these days? Because <laughs> anything more specific makes you not want to look at your mom. I just got sad. Okay, we need to move on. This is, right. like, this is spiraling <laughs> out of control. Alright, so next up we've got the zombie outbreak in the middle of a con. The 8th Henry has been kind enough to put together what do you do when you're walking around and all of a sudden Chunk Lee wants to take a chunk out of you. Chunk Lee! <laughs> <laughs> I approve of that transition. I will give you a <laughs> I feel like that needs to be on a t-shirt. Do you appreciate that? That was hard you know work. What? I thought about that. Yeah, that needs to be a Zazzle shirt for, for zombies. Speaking of Zazzle shirts, okay, here's a question. No. Just a post, post to everybody. Not, no. <laughs> Zero. So, so in, 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 in Sorry. The, in the, uh, so whilst dra drawing for Dinner and Dragons, I'm constantly trying to come up with witty, silly-ass t-shirts for the characters to wear. That nobody has done before. I know that Zelda shirt. I've been dying for that shirt. You're welcome. Yes. Well, this week, well, last week at this point, uh, at the time of this posting, last week I came up with a shirt for, so the most recent D&D, &D, and I was thinking like, oh, it'd be really funny, and just it came to me. And it's R, U, then a ninja star. Now read, now read that. What's the Japanese for ninja star? Say it out loud. Are you sure it can? <laughs> Are you shuriken? <laughs> Thank you. It's a, I mean that's that's sufficiently awful and geeky all at once. Would you agree? In case that wasn't audible enough, that was an official admin face palm. <laughs> you can hear just the. <laughs> yeah, that needs to be on Sazzle. Oh, I know, right? The, we we uh, yeah, actually, soon enough we'll start to put together some merch for the comics that are on the site that don't already have merch. Uh, mandatory roller coaster does already have merch, and it'll be up as uh, the merch links will be up as soon as as soon as we have mandatory roller coaster up there. And they will be uh, glorious. Yes, glorious. But we also oh. are pl planning some fun things with Monk and fun things with the uh, with Dinner and Dragons. I I got one for you. Uh, Matt will be have will have to be wearing a shirt mm -hmm. of Matt wearing a shirt. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would actually wear that shirt. That's oh, awesome. That's right up there with the South Park kid with the shirt of his face. He has his own face on it. Oh God! <laughs> that kid. So it's got Tenerman. No, who is it, it? he doesn't have a name. He's just a sixth grader. He's the big-headed sixth grader. Oh, I always wanted a shirt of myself doing like the shitty Dinning grin double thumbs in like a, like an awful pink shirt. Is JP a hipster? No, I just think it'd be really obnoxious. <laughs> it would. Hence the hipster comment. Okay, well, no, perhaps I should mix that irony. idea. If it's an irony, it's hipster. If it's obnoxious, it's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> we got way off subject. So, <laughs> zombie outbreak in the middle of a con. Chunkling wants to take a chunk out of you, all that good stuff. What do you do? 
Well, first off, you have to acknowledge patterns of human behavior. Uh, it- Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you guys. Pick it up. Am I the only one figuring this stuff out? They're You're cat- the only one who's sober enough to notice the This arms. is not true. I'm several shots and multiple beers in. Come on now. They're all captivated by what I'm saying. I said sober enough. <laughs> the point is, is that people exhibit certain behaviors when they panic. Right. And there's only going to be so many, let's say, if, it, if the outbreak occurs immediately into the con, which is the only way anyone in the con is not already aware that it's happening. Well, there's... So there's somebody, like, bites into, like, you somebody, know, yeah. a, a infected, you know, Pocky. Right. <laughs> Theoretically, Pocky zombies. From, from, Pocky zombies. From, therefore, uh, Pocky zombies. Therefore, I don't have the hair. The zombie apocalypse. That must be made. Oh, that is damaging. Now we've upset the candy. We just upset the candy. Now it's canon. Now I have to go with it. Uh, But in any case, if if it happens at the con, the the trouble is there's from one to two to five to thirty to thousands of zombies. You have a, a element of transition. Even with rage zombies, there's only so quickly. They can descend upon someone, bite them, and in the, the, the minutes it takes for someone to turn, you know, while they're actively fighting off an attack, attacking zombie, uh, for... Drink! <laughs> <laughs> That's really derailing. <laughs> I'd almost rather you tallied them up and then told me to drink afterwards. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> It's only so fast that it can happen. It's only so fast it can happen. So that gives everybody else a chance to push for the exits. Problem is... In where, that- where, where my con advice comes in handy. Orderly lines. <laughs> everybody proceed calmly to the exit. It's true, we do have a zombie apocalypse, but that doesn't mean we can't be polite. Correct. No pushing, no shoving, biting, kicking, or name-calling. Especially uh, biting. Especially biting. <laughs> this has been the British version of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Form an orderly queue. Wall yeah. <laughs> queue. Yeah. The point is, is that my advice is do not be a part of that crowd rushing through the exits. There are only so many exits. More trouble will befall you if you push and get involved in that herd of stampeding elephants of, of various degrees of nerddom. You will be better off holding back and waiting for trouble to come to you. Because if trouble comes to you, it will be in the form of... Mm, Three, five, ten infected, and from there you'll be able to gauge what your action should be. All right, the eighth Henry. How about I throw a couple of con locations your way, and you tell us how to get out of this situation? Yeah, we'll do. Number one, the dealers' hall, always busy, full of goods. Well, Go straight for the swords. My my clothes. <laughs> you gotta get a couple because they're gonna break. I know. My my proximity. <laughs> <laughs> Point. My proximity to the weapon booth is always immediate, despite several. Uh, Drink. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I knew it was coming, too. On that point, though, it's pretty true. The 8th Henry pretty much lives next to the weapon booths, despite their poor quality. Their poor I can quality, go off their search. overprices, and the several times I've gotten into arguments with the people that run the booth because they suck, they don't know what they're talking about, and they sell shitty merchandise for too much. I hate that, right? They have no idea. The merchant... That's the one thing. You get the people that are there that are selling their comics... And they're comic geeks. They know comics. You've got people in the panels. They know what they're talking about. The vendor's room is full of a bunch of greedy f***ers that have no clue what they're selling. They're just like, I'm going to sell some shit to the nerds. 
yeah. at the most recent con at, at SAC Anime. I went over and there was Matt. I'm a little obsessed with Magic the Gathering. Oh, Chiquito. Oh, Chiquito. I, I ritualistically buy a booster box every time a new set comes out, at least. Anyway, moving on. I went over, talked to the guy, and was this like, guy, oh, yeah. let's just start talking about magic. And he just didn't know his ass from his elbow when it he came to magic. He was talking about framing with you to avoid the subject. Yeah, he was like, oh, my hobby is, you know, carpentry. It's like, it was nice. It was a nice conversation. He was a really nice guy. But it's kind of like, you're selling magic cards. Let's talk about magic cards. How about that? It was anyway, really so, funny. Anyway, back back to the zombie apocalypse. But yeah, okay. <laughs> you so you tell we're drunk. It's a serious tangent. <laughs> no, now. it's fine. We're perfectly sober. So, moving on. <laughs> So, the dealer's hall, without fail, will always be extraordinarily crowded. You're not going to have any personal space at all. You've got dealers, a ton of merchandise, a ton of stuff to fight through. There are never going to be any open corridors. How do you deal with the zombie outbreak at ground zero in a dealer's room? Starting from one zombie, at the point where people go, Oh no, somebody is attacking, or a very convincing cosplayer of a zombie <laughs> is biting the hell out of somebody else. So here's a question. Do you slap the person who's acting like a zombie to make sure that they're not actually a zombie? I, I give them a verbal warning. <laughs> Uh, and if they do not respond to <laughs> What the if they're warning, committed? Uh, well, that's the thing. We've got some committed cosplay zombie friends. And you they you need to... If you're committed... This, this is... So you stab them. As the eighth enemy addressing <laughs> zombie cosplayers, if you approach me and you are a zombie and I say, well, that's cute, you know, keep it at a distance. If you don't, I, I will bring upon you a destruction that you have not just <laughs> conceived of. He's not kidding. This is not a joke. This is something that I... So I here's a question. Henry, games. do you have a knife on you right now? I always have a knife on me. There's the answer. <laughs> if, they, if they pat me down, they haven't gotten all of them. <laughs> the point is is that I'm he's, always prepared. He's creative. I, I, am, I am uniquely creative. Really creative. Let's not get into that. That's not Specifics aren't important. The no. Part is, <laughs> Details on the crevasse. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the first fight has happened. It's established. Zombieism is present in the dealer's hall. I would say move towards the core of the room and allow the, cr the crowds to push outward. Unfortunately, you know, if you don't go into a situation already prepared, like, say me, uh, <laughs> then you, you're kind of at a loss. You have to sit there and gauge it. The important thing is for you to not be bit. Uh, there are... Drink. And... <laughs> There are fortunately a number of obstacles you can put between yourself and infected personnel. Um, ah! <laughs> I see. I didn't call it that time. You so could have gotten away honest. with that. I could have, but I was just, I was thinking. If I was a zombie cosplayer and I got stabbed, I'd be like, yeah, I pulled that off. <laughs> I deserve this. I deserve this. At, at that point, it's okay to break character, and I will stop attacking you. And pull the knife out. I will pull the knife out. Sorry, I, I will apologize, but uh, but you but you will still deserve it, and I will make a hasty exit. Yeah. After the first stab, oh, I'm not a zombie. I'm not a zombie. You can stop killing me now. That's right. In any case, move towards the core of the room. Uh, put as many obstacles between you and the pursuing zombie horde, or uh, the growing zombie horde. And watch the crowd of nerds as they push towards the exits, because that is going to be a scramble you do not want to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time in panic situations, many deaths happen just from trampling. Just by trampling. And it's it's not something you want to be a part of. You, you move back, put up chairs, you know, put up tables, flip tables over. I don't care about the merch on it. You know, the the, the idea is that it sounds a little sacrilegious. My nerd, merch! Don't. My merchandise, don't! No, just flip the tables, put some barricades in between you and them, and wait until you have either a confirmation that's not just some hokey gimmick, 
or that it's actually you know going to happen, and that you, then then you make. So it you're thinking bunker down, or are you thinking wait till it's not, clear and then get not bunker down. I want to stress the point. You do not hide. Hiding is how you become trapped. If you run and hide, you are pursued, and you run to places. Who knows? You know, square foot for square foot, whatever convention they're going to at all times. Oh, well, this area has been closed down for construction, and now it's unsafe to be in. You know, you won't know that until you accidentally run. Well, last year it was just fine. And that's why you don't run. You make tactical retreats to places you know will be less vulnerable. So that's one room. Do you have any other final thoughts about being in the vendor room, or you want to move on to the, the admin's next idea? I'll step on to the next one. Okay. All right. So we've covered the vendor rooms. How about the panel rooms? Large rooms, they could either vary from being very crowded or to hardly crowded. Generally speaking, there are two exits, the main one and then the back exits that the talent come into the room through. Well, if I'm among the talent, as I'm sure I will be. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I, I, Let, you have to drink for that one. Yeah. Can we agree collectively? Yeah, yes. agreed. Let's pretend you're one of the adoring fans coming to see the 8th Henry in one of his amazing zombie panels. Well, then I would flock to the 8th Henry in that. And, and, and <laughs> okay. For stage advice. Anyway. <laughs> While you're being killed. So if you're, in, if, you're, if you're in the audience. If you're in the audience, uh, most Drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing terrible tonight. I think alcohol has an adverse effect on my um. This is exactly yeah, Drink. Drink. <laughs> I took a double step, you bastard. Uh, anyhow, 90% of the time, the chair is going to be made of metal. Uh, this is very... Wait, <laughs> there. He said, uh... Yeah. Huh? Oh, drink. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wait, you're never going to get anywhere. My lips are numb. <laughs> Just go with the flow. Derp. Anyhow, most of the time, the chair is going to be made out of metal. Uh, to drink! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I see it. <laughs> you're never going to get done with this. Let's get. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you an um pass for okay. the rest of this segment. My okay, thank you. Chairs are made of metal, and chairs are made of metal. They are very useful as as good. <laughs> they are very as, useful as, as bludgeons and as shields. The important right. part is that you don't need to beat down a zombie in order to avoid becoming a zombie. You just need to not be bit or bled on or infected in any other way by said zombie. Uh, this is, of course, assuming that we're following the canon of, let's say, Brooksian zombies, which are, as people may know or may not know, Max Brooks, the writer of the Zombie Survival Guide, son of Mel Brooks, he's considered the primary authority on terms of zombie survival. Of course, there are several other different brands and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, as you can visit Zombie Egg when it's up for all the other details and other types of zombies. But so assuming we're talking about our typical shufflers, you really only need to consider a handful of factors. And that is keeping distance with them, possibly doing a double tap and bludgeoning their heads open, or just suppressing them. You know, honestly, it, if there's only one zombie in the room, you can get a couple of guys, you know, or if you're very strong yourself, knock them down and pin them until you can get somebody to help you restrain it. I'm sure science would love an opportunity to actually, you know, look at, dissect, and appraise the uh, the causes and uh, circumstances of actual reanimation. So, and as a professional wrestler, I can tell you that folding chairs are a great weapon for both offense and defense. See, I, I already have. So, I have so, so, so back to the back to the idea. You're in a panel room. You are in the audience. You grab a steel chair, and then either suppress the zombies, depending on the numbers, and then distance yourself and make a escape. See, yeah. I think that I would probably rush the stage. If you rush the stage, you run you run the risk. Decisive motion sets the tone for the herd. When the herd starts running, 
the, the rest of the herd don't think about where they're running. They go, safety is the one that that's running too. That's Yay! true. You know, and, and, and then and jump then, after it. That's like that crowd psychology. People are smart, or persons are smart. People, People are, are stupid. stupid. Stupid herd mentality. You need to be a human being in this instance. Appraise your surroundings. Don't 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 sit landlocked, staring and, and appraising them. But make a quick decision. Mine nine times out of ten is going to be immediately. I will stay my ground. If you have to run, you run the risk of getting exhausted. You run the risk of getting trampled. If you are a mountain in the middle of a river, you're not going to have the crowd will part around you. Mm-hmm. It's true, possibly for fear of you being a zombie, or possibly because they think you're there to help. Whatever the case is, but if you are in the way of them and you're going the same direction as them, they will run you down. It's just kind of mentality for you. You know, you'd see you see that any kind of event or a panicked, you know, shooting or something. You know, there was instances even so far as that Aurora shooting where people were being trampled. And for our last location, one of the popular places in major conventions are hotels. More often than not, convention grounds are surrounded by high-rise hotels, and all the convention goers want to fill up those locations fast. What do you do if the zombie apocalypse occurs when you are in a high-rise hotel room? If we're thinking overnight, and so the streets are literally dotted with undead, to the point where you really have a hard time getting out, well, you play one or two ways. One is make a very slow and cautious descent downstairs. This is assuming power or something hasn't gone out, although it's the first day. I wouldn't imagine it would have that much of a problem. Of course, try and arm yourself as best as you can. There are a number of blunt and sharp instruments you can acquire in a hotel. You know, if you raid the kitchen if you have to. What the hell do you need? There's a In case now. of emergency, break glass. In case of emergency, break glass. There's a lot of times there's fire axes, although keep in mind there's only going to be a handful of fire axes between several buildings. But like I said, think unconventional until you think of weapons. And if you have the balls, use something that requires a bit more up close and personal. You really only need about six inches to to get into anything vital, whether that's on a zombie or a human being. And that's an important thing to note. However, make a slow descent downstairs or elevators if they're available. Although when you open elevator doors, there's always that risk you're going to open up to a wonderful surprise of just the entire lobby filled with zombies. How quickly can you close an elevator door? <laughs> you know, not I, very. Would, not, I would not recommend it. If you ever tried to keep somebody else from jumping on, you know, so they don't choose another floor. So slow, patient, caution. Slow, patient, caution. Is the name of the game there. The opposite of what your instinct says. If your instinct says, oh my god, I need to go quickly now, I don't know where, that's that's the wrong idea. I mean, this is this is assuming you don't do what I do, which is always pack a weapon. And not just a knife. You know, when I go to conventions, I carry my swords there. I carry them there in their cases, but they're up in the room. I don't necessarily want to say it's because of zombies, but, <laughs> but that is a factor in all of my decisions. Story later. Good. All right. Well, I think that that uh, brings our zombie section to a close. We'll take a quick musical break, and then we'll be back with Crazy Con Stories. Listening to Geek Life. Don't touch that dial. That's cool. That's cool. You've taken your first step into a larger world. Yeah. Let's throw it, yeah. Uh-huh.
<laughs> Welcome back to Pandamanga.com's Geek Life's 21st birthday, 21st podcast. Same, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's annual. It's very... Every, every, every two weeks. Every two weeks. It's annually every two weeks. Wait, what? <laughs> we are a little ways into our drug cast. Can you tell? Just a little bit. Just a bit. The final subject is crazy con stories. Now, anybody who's been to a convention at least a couple times, has got a crazy-ass con story. Because guess what? Crazy shit happens at cons. You know what goes together with cons? Drinking and crazy shit. Mm -hmm. This is just kind of how it works. Everybody's <laughs> nodding their head. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, so why don't we go around in a circle? We'll start with Joe. Mm. Crazy con stories. Face that go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Drink. Everybody just start it off. Don't fall into the loop like I did. Yeah, you don't get any more free passes. You use that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Didn't get it? All that's right. my joke? Yeah, that's yeah, I know. All right, never mind. Last time we did a drinking <laughs> podcast, we all picked things that we tend to say individually, wrote it on name tags, slapped it on our chests, and it was up to everybody else to pay attention and look at our chests and make sure that we didn't say that. And if we did, what we would say, our name tag line, we had to drink. Mine was okay so, because I always say that to connect segments. It is a serious problem. Mm. Yeah, Although recently I've noticed my biggest problem is, you know, I use that too much. <laughs> good times, good times, yo. Good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. 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 All right, Joe. Go. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, uh, so. KomoriCon 2004. Uh, this was. Drink. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> this was my first convention. <laughs> You're welcome. Admin and Ace Henry took me to it. I'm sorry. I am still there. Sorry. Up in Portland, Oregon. We left the state for this. <laughs> we did. We got a hotel room at the hotel that the convention was going on at. It was a mistake. And I don't know exactly what we were doing. We were taking a break between panels and farting around down in the convention. And. Eighth Henry is playing on my computer, admins working on our costumes, and I am fiddling with my camera, and I look up, and out the window, our, our window has a scenic view of the roof <laughs> of the gym and pool area. We paid extra. <laughs> and I see a girl... You know, what was it, fox costume? Yeah, she, was, she was from early Naruto characters. Was she a fox? No, there was one girl no, that was Riku from Final Fantasy X2 uh -huh. um, that had come out the year before, so there were a ton of Rikus and Yunas. Can we please stop making Final Fantasy sequels? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Square needs to stop f***ing up. They're all girl. Like, oh, well, we have a female lead. We might as well f*** this shit up by adding an X2 onto it. Cloud as a, as a transvestite was better. It, you know, he really was. It's because he was a more believable woman. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So, I lean out the window, take a couple of pictures of this, because I was a journalism student, and this seemed like a very interesting thing. And she sees me hanging out the window, and beelines straight for us, and pops her head in the window, talks to us for a minute, ends up climbing through the window. <laughs> Yeah. Into our hotel room. That was the first sign that something was going wrong. You the know, first sign? To put things in perspective for all the bronies out there, this chick was like Pinkie Pie. Yeah, I dropped a reference. Really? I actually know who that is. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. No, she was like, she was, she was totes like Pinkie Pie, man. Oh my gosh. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> we have brownies now. I'm brownie friends. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I love the bronies. You know, They're such good people. I don't understand. I I've watched the first four episodes. I don't get it, but I f***ing love the bronies. You know, I can tell you. I can tell you what it's about. I figured it out. What? They'll love them. It's the same thing that all kids shows have going for it. Plus the fact that Lauren Faust is just a savage because right. she did Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls. Girls. So there's kind of like that Powerpuff Girls influence, so it's it's kind of funny and snarky. But it doesn't have the abstract insanity. It's not quite like that. But here's the thing. Anybody who... Because the whole brony thing is supposed to be like, what, 18 plus or something yeah. like that? Right? So once you've, once you've gotten at or out of high school, you start to realize how much life sucks a lot of the time. <laughs> you've had some hard times. I myself had some really hard times. And... I gotta say, sometimes it's nice to just sit down and plug into a world where everything makes sense. Where friendship where good guys is magic. Are, where friendship is magic, where good guys are good, where bad guys are not so bad and can be turned to be good guys. You know, and everything is just all pinkie pie and happy. You know? And so there's a certain amount of just kind of like, you know? Like, I'm watching Sons of Anarchy right now. It's a great show. But sometimes, I just don't need... Terrible shit to be happening on the television because <laughs> terrible shit happens in real life. And so sometimes it's nice to plug in and just be like, oh, everything's happy and lovely and fine and pleasant. Like, I really think that that's a huge part of it. I think Our, our biggest problem is we haven't got our cutie marks yet. <laughs> oh my god. That is... Wow. Well, what's a cute? No, never mind. Don't back away, Pinko. But really, but really, because I've genuinely put some thought into it. Because I would say the Brony panel is one of the things that we enjoyed the very most. Yeah, it was great. Of that entire convention, the people there were so great. The people in the Brony community are amazing. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I, the admin and I have genuinely put some time and energy into trying to appreciate what brings them together. We went home and watched it. Yeah, and I really think that that's the thing. And, and I find I've myself watched way more episodes than you have. Yeah. I've actually started to watch it. And it's, oh, wow. there, there's, it's still kind of like, ah, the intro is so little kitty. And there's still so little kitty things in there that it's just kind of like, uh, and I kind of wish that it was a little bit more in the vein of Powerpuff Girls. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's a little too little kitty for me sometimes. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, it's nice to turn something on and just know that you're going to be peaceful about it. You're just going to enjoy it. And it's just simple. And kind and pleasant you know and i know that sounds kind of lame but at the same time it is sometimes life sucks so bad you don't need to go home and watch more shitty stuff happening to people even though it's dramatic and powerful sometimes you just need a fucking break man I, I, I really think that that's a big part of it when, when i need a break i go to rule 34 uh, just <laughs> edit. hey you know what those guys are really nice when i draw stuff and post there they're like hey you should come back that's, cause you're that's because you draw nudie pictures and you're also badass that, that is the best part. Hi, guys. But you know what? Board. You know what? I think that's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm going to balance out Breaking Bad with My Little Pony, and then everything <laughs> will be right. Because I get full and depressed when I watch you Breaking do, Bad. You do, right? Some of the best shows are just messed up. Uh, well, anyway, so so, uh, so last we left uh, off, Joe had a half naked chick at his had a half naked had a half naked oh, that's pinky a pie. Oh, it's, <laughs> wait, wait. Oh. Half naked jailbait. Oh, that's right. Oh. See, that's Underage girls should just not we, be allowed to be hot. We were that's like, my opinion. <laughs> You're going to have a hard time. Underage girls shouldn't be hot, and also girls who are who have a boyfriend should wear blue rib bracelets. Just let us know. Uh, <laughs> <deal>. <laughs> the, the, the sounds in the background is me punching various people. <laughs> anyway, so you've got Pinkie Pie right. hanging in your window. So, yeah, jailbait. Climbs through the window, and calls all of her friends, tells them... Our also jailbait? 
also jailbait, Damn it. tells them our hotel room, and they all come over. Oh, awesome! And they're just in our room, and I don't really remember why or what they were doing uh, at some point. Drink. Math. You guys are just not keeping up. Because we're too drunk to realize what I was saying. listening to the story, <laughs> sir. Yeah, I hear sorry. the words a full minute after he says them. <laughs> Got the Nero's in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Those characters everywhere. I don't feel bad for him. Right. So they're all in cosplay. They're all in our room. They're all underage. We're 19 and... Eighth Henry's with his girlfriend. And, and uh, Joe's super smoking hot. I have, yes. a, I have a name. Yes, the Eighth Henry yes, and the admin are, are intertwined. But he cannot be at all like involved with these creepy jailbait girls climbing all over our For room. For two reasons. One, they're creepy. And two, I would f***ing kill him. Exactly. And, and so this oh, is why I sat there playing on his computer, which I was playing a hentai game, by the way. That was my own. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Which one? Those are good. Let's no, 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 so I think this was an attempt to like scare them out of our room. It worked. No, it didn't. Oh, <laughs> remember they first thing that came up was, oh, do you have any yaoi? They, yeah, they thought they thought it's uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, I'm like, it's not a yaoi game. And then, and, and so eventually, no, no, like right after that, they asked you and I mentioned it was my computer. So they asked me. I thought I don't know it. Should I say I do? Because I had no idea. This was right. my first anime con. And so you the, didn't even know what that was. The admin sh- like shoots me daggers and gives me like a quick head shake. Like, no, 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 no. Don't say it. Don't <laughs> you don't. <laughs> so I'll tell you later, but just don't agree. <laughs> so um no, no, I don't. Well, okay. They eventually got bored with us and left. But yeah, that was creepy so children. Random. They're like wild around. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Except you can't cram them into things to make them go away. You and probably you it's also illegal to catch to. them all. Oh. <laughs> too much. If you catch them, you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, right. Okay, Winchester, what's your story? Um, Drink! Oh. I'm, I'm, there's a stack behind Winchester. Like, There's just a collection. Joe, I think yeah. it's your job to go get another another drink over there for... for yeah, I... Look, it tipped over and nothing came out. <laughs> Well, I have a couple, but I think the one that I'll tell is the first time I went to a Star Trek convention. Oh, that's shit. a whole, that's yeah, a whole buddy. And other level of geekdom that I have gone. Trekker, to, right? That's what they like Trek-y. to be called. Trekker, no Trekker, not Trekkie. Oh, and you get punched in the face. Well, Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> In an interview, Gene Roddenberry said, no, the term is Trekkie. I f***ing made the series. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Respect for the admin. <laughs> yeah. I love me some Star Trek. Look it up. It's true, though. Like, no, it's To he, be called Trekkies. That's he he is right. But okay. Gene Roddenberry is also more right. Yeah, yeah. So you're at Trek convention. I'm at a Trek convention. It's in Vegas. So of you, course. Of course, you know, all the f- crazies are there and the booze is flowing and this is kind of goes under a tip for any cosplayers out there if you approach someone that is not dressed up do not think it's going to be a turn on if you start trying to hit on them as a character <laughs> me and my friend we're sitting there waiting for a panel i forget who it was who we were waiting for this guy comes in full admiral starfleet uniform wow 
original series Admiral Starfleet Universe. No, I'm sorry. I take the back. It was Next Generation. And he's sitting there and he is telling us about his fleet. That he is, he is the head. And if he is out there and I pray to God he listens, you are a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> because he sat there for 45 minutes trying to convince us to join his Lotus fleet. It was called the Lotus Fleet. That he that sounds was, like a harem. That sounds like a yes, <laughs> exactly. He's like, you know, no, you can, um, you can drink. Yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. mm. He's like, you should come up to my room and um. Oh. And play with his phaser, turn it off, stun. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It was done to kill. Oh. He's like, no, you should come, come up, and I'll show you what we're about, and you can sign up and da da We're like, uh, no. No, thank you. Because neither me or my friend ever cosplayed for this reason. And this guy would just not give it up. He, the entire weekend, anytime he saw us, well, hey, how's it going? How's it going? And the ass kicker about it was we went back two years later. Same guy. God damn it. Same uniform as soon as he saw us. Didn't, you didn't join our, join our fleet. Yeah. The, Lotus, the Lotus Harem. The Lotus Harem. You know that uniform hasn't been washed between us. Yes. Oh. There was no Febreze there. It's his, it's his lucky uniform. Oh. Is it? Maybe if you wash it, it would be. <laughs> right. You don't, you don't, you don't no, wash the luck out. You just wash the stink out. That's all there is to it. Yeah. The stink's lucky. No, it was his lucky uniform. He actually got a girl to talk to him. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The <laughs> best thing about that, That's though, was that George Takei actually saved me and my friend from him. That's yeah. There was an upside to that. We were waiting in line, and he was sitting at a table, and he could see just... Like how uncomfortable we were from this guy. He's like, girls, girls, you, you know, that awesome. Girl <laughs> oh, thing. My. oh my. Oh my. Come over here. here. Why don't you ladies come over here and talk to me? And we're like, <laughs> we sit down, we sit down, and he's just like, are you okay? And we're like, <laughs> that man is a pimp. He is badass. Yeah, he, let me just say, to Kate, he. I went. I had to. I lost my uh, social my social security card. I had to get another one, or I, I, you know, in the move or something, and went down. And apparently, he like processed the, your forms. No, no <laughs> they, social oh security in California is using him as advertisement. Oh my god, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, they have a whole because they have a whole new web system. And they're so proud of how easy it is to use. And they straight up have to K and some random <laughs> chick in a Star Trek outfit. In like a in front of a blue screen <laughs> with Star Trek, you know, like the, the, the original Star Trek background of the bridge, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Oh my, it's <laughs> so easy to use the new Social Security Administration's <laughs> website." I about died. Oh. <laughs> excellent. Can you tell him to get off my Facebook page? I don't follow him, and I keep seeing him. That's <laughs> because he's so awesome. He doesn't need a friend. He is life. completely awesome. Joe is infamous for reposting or reblogging or whatever oh, you want to call it. God. Funny <laughs> I have three people. I got Joe. I've got uh, two Drink. college mates. Oh, f Drink twice. Uh, Drink three times. Uh, uh, keep just keep drinking. That, that wasn't the mystery word. That was just me. I've got three friends on Facebook who consistently repost his stuff. So I've got him. I've got three other people reposting exactly what he posts. And Joe. And so, no, with Joe. Oh, so I've got this long line of just posts from him. To the and holy Takei trinity. And I don't mm. care. It's just Katei book. Takei book. And you know what? It's great. It's great.
Because the kittens he likes. So is that is that you is that are you complete? I am complete. Um, but then also Drink. what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> you are an asshole. No, my other thing would be just to watch out for pervy '60s sci-fi actors. Not good ones like Takei that were actually on legitimate shows, but the ones that fail that have those creepy cult followings because like they Flash will. Gordon. I like Flash Gordon. I have met Flash Gordon. He was creepy. Sam, jo- you met Sam Jones. I met Sam Jones. Hilarious. Yes, he Sam was... Jones did such a good cameo in Ted. Though. Oh my god, that yes. was amazing. Yeah. That was that was great. No, this is in reference to Richard Hatch from Battlestar Galactica fame that molested my friend Jennifer oh, while wow. taking a photo with her. <laughs> like, what did he play? The um, he played Apollo in the original series, and then he was um. Tom the original series. He was in, in the original series, but he was also in the remake was... as Tom Zarek. Oh, oh. Terrorist. Okay. Yeah, the, the terrorist. terrorist. Nice. My friend. It makes sense. It does. No, we were taking photos with him, and my friend, she's this little blonde thing, you know, very cute. And if you're cute and you're a girl, watch out when you go to cons, because the creepers will come out in force. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, sure, I'll take a photo with you. And he comes grabs her and is holding her in front of him and she had this look of pure horror on her face <laughs> in the photo you just like you know like oh my gosh and I, we walk away I'm like what happened and she just looked at me she's like he smelt my hair whoa oh, yeah. that's like the ultimate oh, creepy thing. yeah she just it like it turned her off from Battlestar for a while she just like was like anytime we saw him Can't, at a convention because he goes to conventions all the time, so anytime he's walking by and he keeps pointing her out. She hair smells so good. Right, exactly. So if I see him before she sees him, I'll grab her and like throw her into another aisle. And she's like, what's going on? It's a patch. Okay. Nice. Okay. The admin. All right. So a lot of my convention stories are intertwined with the Henry over here. But I have a couple interesting ones that I will uh, just kind of throw in. There are sort of ah. Uh, Drink again. Ah, that, that was not that an is a, oh, That is not the the No, that is just a groan. You have at least two though. I can hear that. I can completely hear that. The fumes, dude. Joe, your proportions are off in an awesome way. Oh, Captain. Yep. A bit more Captain. So there's a little extra Captain in it. This is actually kind of a side story where Winchester was in. The more I drink, the soberer I get. What about me? So this is a, this is a story. <laughs> Damn it! Nobody's gonna take me seriously if they only know me as drunk. As a matter of fact, has there been a podcast that I've been on where I have not been ill or hungover? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. A Was there game once? Really? Yeah, and there's always yeah, yeah. one. And there's all, well, yeah, there's been a couple. Well, but it, it's definitely not the majority. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's important to mention 99% of my life is spent working where I can't drink because I'm too busy to drink. It's just when I come to these goddamn podcasts where JP's like, hey guys, I've got a good idea. Let's. It's only been twice. Don't make me out to be some kind of freaking okay, drunk. Okay. New Year's morning podcast. Okay, that was a little unfair. Slightly. I admit. I admit. Slightly. 
Immediately. Yeah, we were all so hungover. Joe was still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, so. I don't think I made it to that one because I was. No, you yes, were there. You called in, man. No, you were no, there, man. There. Oh, anyway, there. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Story. So Winchester was actually partially involved with this because she was at the front of this line. So this was actually at WonderCon when they were showing the first 10 minutes of Watchmen. Uh, yes. Okay. So oh, Winchester, being the pro that she is, is already at the front of the line. She's like within the first two rows, like a badass. Meanwhile, that 8th Henry and I drive into San Francisco. Things are really busy, so we're a little bit late. But we're like, okay, we got to see The Watchmen. We're big fans of Alan Moore. We love the graphic novel. There's no way in hell we are going to miss the first 10 minutes of Watchmen. So we get into this line, and we get kind of close to the front because we think we see a line that's for Watchmen. And they're like, no, this, this is not the line. You want that line. And there's this long, gigantic line of people. And so we keep walking. We're walking. And then we're outside, and we keep walking. I'm like, how long is this line going to be? I swear to God, this line is going to go to the end of the world. And then I see Darth Vader. And I'm like, oh, okay, my, my bad. It's just going to go to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get in behind Darth Vader. But I just think the timing was really funny there, because how long is this line going to be? Darth Vader. That's how long the line is going to be. <laughs> That's a bad just, sign. Nobody wanted to stand behind Darth Vader. Yeah, it's... Oh, man, Darth Vader. Uh, Drink. Ah... It's because it's hard to get the Febreze into the Vader helmet. It's true. <laughs> true. So one of the out last outfits that I did before I retired and, you know, grew into old age, a.k.a. just mature enough to not be able to do this anymore, was Buki from Street Fighter. And, you know, she's a really awesome character, has a really awesome outfit, and apparently has a really big fan base. Yeah. That was one of the most popular costumes I ever did. I got a lot of pictures with a lot of fans, a lot of very, so shall we say, Fluffy fans who likes <laughs> to pull me into their fluff. <laughs> the last picture that I got before I decided that it was, was time it to... gutter fluff. Oh man! Before <laughs> I decided to change out of this outfit, I was this was at this was at Fanime, one of the last years that I went where I wasn't doing official junk. Mm. Uh, damn it! <laughs> we didn't call this one. That's okay. She's honest. <clears throat> I was walking. I feel like I was walking out of the convention center, but there was this guy. This fluffy, fluffy guy that wanted my picture. And I thought that was great. Sure, whatever. You know, I'm in costume. That's the point. So I pull up my mask. And I'm really glad I pulled up my mask. <laughs> because, like, yeah, can I get a picture? I thought he, I was just going to pose and he was going to get a picture of me. No, he wanted a picture with me. Okay? But it went from picture next to me to picture with me part of his form. <laughs> so he's pulling me They have in. become one. So there's like... <laughs> I have this mask separating me from his flesh. And so I'm trying to pose, and I'm sure that you could see the pain in my eyes. So I get the picture, yeah, the picture's done, and I'm like, oh, thank you, bye, and run away. And it was just, it was really, really disgusting. And that technically didn't have an impact on me stopping cosplaying, but it, it yeah, it really, really did. It was that an was element. It was, it was pretty gross. All right, Henry, let's hear your content. Actually, you know what? Why don't we take a quick little break? When we come back, we'll finish the rest of our crazy con stories. You're listening to Geek Live. We'll be right back.
Salud. Welcome back to the Geek Life Drumcast, episode 21. We are now going to ask the Ace Henry to give us a call and story. Well, I have several, but probably the most important and the most prevalent one, the one I'm asked about, is my issue with Chewbacca. <laughs> Henry hates Chewbacca. No, 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 no. Hate's a strong word. He is a very strong word. He warrior. has situations. I have, situations. I have, I have events that have occurred with and around Chewbacca, and I know that I know he recognizes me based on how he looks at me. Yeah, he knows uh, who you are. It's 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 kind of uncomfortable. The first time it happened was at uh, I want to say WonderCon. It was at WonderCon. We. I made the first mistake. No, not the first mistake. I made my first uh, weapon purchase right. <laughs> at a at a con, and it was a Shinwa katana that was actually carbon steel, which is one of my big things. It's got to be carbon if it's going to be worthwhile. Anyhow, the point is, I bought it. It was a hundred dollars. It was the last day of the con. Ray Park was there signing autographs. I had to pay twenty bucks to get an autograph from Ray Park, but I had him autograph my sword. That's awesome. It's not just my sword, my sword case. For those who aren't familiar, Ray Park is the badass behind Darth Maul. The only guy who could play that part because he was the only person who was able to do the martial stunts. So Snake he's, Eyes as well. Yeah. He, he, he is a bit of an Toad idol of from mine. X-Men. Yeah, it's, I, I kind of I geeked out like like most people geek out when they see like, okay, I don't know, George K. Yeah, I'm not a Star Trek fan. No big deal. That's because he doesn't have a soul. I, I don't, but that's Whatever. beside the point. Wow. I know. The, the, the issue here is that I'm a Marshall fan. I enjoy that. He's a bit of an idol for me. And he, Chewbacca was literally to his left. So I roll up on Ray Park, and I'm excited and just, just vibrating with, with eagerness, you know, even though I had to pay 20 bucks for an autograph. And I'm going, oh, my God, you're like an idol. I'm just gushing. And Chewbacca's kind of sitting there, like, expecting, like, like oh, you know, I'm Chewbacca. You know, he didn't say nothing. He was all in the eyes where this you know, the dialogue occurred. I look over at him, and I, I just kind of shrug and go look back over to... Uh, to Ray Park, because I'm sorry, man, I got nothing to say to you. <laughs> I didn't say this once again. It's all of the eyes. And then later on in the con, you know, we're getting ready to leave. Everything's wrapping up, and Chewbacca slowly saunters out with his Star Wars cane. He's a very tall man. He, and there was a perfect moment. I could have, you know, tried to, to, to pull off the fanboy thing, but instead I just kind of stared at him awkwardly and then turned and looked away. And then subsequently, every other con I've been to, Chewbacca has been there. He looks at me, there's a spark of recognition in his eyes, and the same event unfolds. I want to make this clear, and, and this is not an exaggeration by any means. Without fail, every non-anime-related convention that the 8th Henry has been at, he has had unsupervised, personal, just within three feet of each other contact with Chewbacca. The horror sci-fi convention in Sacramento. Actually, WonderCon, the first time that they met, they were literally standing next to each other outside. Awkwardly. Chewbacca was waiting for a freaking cab. It was five minutes. Him and me just standing like damn near shoulder to shoulder. Literally. <laughs> just like nobody was there. Somehow the 8th Henry was just there. He was off to the side and Chewbacca just shows up. It's almost as if Chewbacca is waiting for him to say something. But the 8th Henry never says a damn thing but without fail every time most of the time you know you get hardcore fans who are just thirsting for these events and the eighth Henry just falls into them and it's just really really awkward it's like well at this point it's too late to say anything to you too many you know who i am 
I know who you are. You know I don't give a shit. No, it's like <laughs> you see I just don't give a shit. the recognition in Chewbacca's eyes. He knows who this dude is. Whenever he's in my oh great, it's this dick. <laughs> he never fucking says anything to me. I'm fucking Chewbacca. I actually talked this. to Jake Busey before I talked to Chewbacca, which I never have done. And Jake Busey was next to Chewbacca. <laughs> I was talking to I was talking to Jake Busey, and I'm like, yeah, here's a, here's a zombie you know postcard and all that, and then Chewbacca like. I can only imagine just thinking like, oh, okay, you know, but he's he's clearly at this point going to have me. And I'm like, nope. And then like at the end of, at the end of the con, like you know, there was this this guy that was uh, promoting the Venom energy drink. Which I don't know if it's a thing anymore. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah. God, I anyway, remember that. You guys got like four each. Our roommate went to his car, emptied out his school backpack, came back in and filled it. He was in energy drinks for a week. He was drinking for a day. He oh vibrated God. out of this dimension and hallucinated for two weeks straight. It, it was awesome. But Chewbacca made a lengthy and, I would say, paced exit down those same set of stairs while we were waiting for our uh, roommate Drink. to... Nah. <laughs> As he's drinking, we have encountered Chewbacca so much that we know the sound of his cane. <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen, it's a very distinctive lightsaber cane. I imagine it was a uh, you know prop. <laughs> Clack. 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 <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking, oh great, it's Chewbacca. I'm sure Chewbacca is thinking. <laughs> and the eighth Henry is thinking, well, this is happening again. <laughs> Terrific. And so I sit there and wait awkwardly and try to avoid eye contact with Chewbacca. And I, I just have nothing. If Chewbacca, I don't think you're listening. But if you are listening by some twist of fate, it's not that I dislike you. I just. I would say maybe I'm disappointed that you have not moved on to something better. You, you are still clutching Ooh. desperately on to Star Wars connectivity. You're just upset because I had to land a planet on to kill him. They, they, no, it was a moon, and I, you know, I suppose I could Oh, I'm sorry. That. It's I a suppose, moon. I, I suppose it's I a satellite, not a planet. That, that the Yuuzhan Long had to drop a moon on you to kill you, but <laughs> you know what? It's okay. Uh, it's it's just I got nothing to say to you. You're more the celebrity of my parents' generation. You're no Ray Park. I'm sorry. You're not even a Jake Busey to me. Oh! Just another save this. You just just a tall at this point. At this point, Damn. it's pointless to talk. It's almost you know a needs to be thing that you need to not talk to him. Exactly. There needs to be this silence now. Because if ever he comes up to me and he says something like, hey, man, what the fuck? What don't you ever talk about? Like, oh, here we go. It's finally happening. You know, fucking Chewbacca. He's going to be like, the Chewbacca I mean, I, defense. I, you owe me some money. But you, Biddy. Oh. So here's the official, the admin's prediction of the future. At one point or another, on a stage, the 8th Henry... And Chewbacca will meet. So, what do you think is going to happen? Are they going to final battle? Or are they going to just make out? Because I'm kind of leaning towards the making out part. Oh. <laughs> They're not just going to ignore each other? No, it's going to be like, if, you know, the, the, the rave music is happening. If forced to confront our feelings, I'm not sure. 
exactly what might happen. <laughs> oh, what feelings? Oh, shit. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know if I'm suppressing something or if it's just awkward silence. This feels like I saw it. Maybe I just not, I have it. I haven't opened up my soul to There's, be looking. You just think, need the power over him, that's why. Maybe that's what it He's is. He's going to place his bandolier <laughs> on you. <laughs> and then you will be the next one. And you'll give a mighty... And to be fair, the 8th Henry is bordering on Bigfoot territory as far as the body hair goes. So <laughs> he, he, he could be a, like a true. youthful... <laughs> a teen Wookiee. A teen Wookiee. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough to buy. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. So, 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 Nero, what's your what's your story? Well, for you the the don't know me, I'm an old fat man, especially for conventions these days. He's lying. <laughs> and I'd probably be classified as a creeper if it wasn't for my sexy wife. Ah. Uh. Now I only have a sexy wife because I have a big pocketbook, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so I'm an old man. We get in this elevator. We're the same pile. age, you douche. Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, so we get in this elevator, and people are piling on this elevator. And, you know, since we're coupled, I totally get in her personal space. And I'm kind of a troll, so, <laughs> you know, I kind of want to see you do this little social experiment here. So I start smelling her hair. <laughs> Everyone in the elevator notices except for her, because I'm behind her, you know? And they all get freaked out. <laughs> What is going on? Someone has to tell her this elevator. Doing inappropriate things in this elevator. Oh my god, like your so lips good. Oh, I was so tempted to. Don't get ideas, Henry. So they're all going out of the elevator, and my wife finally notices, and we just bust up laughing. <laughs> Everyone else is like, what is going on? And we so just left well, all the way. And that's my short con story. That's funny. Well, none of our friends said anything. They just kind of went with it. So towards the end of the elevator ride, I noticed he's got his, you know, his face in my hair. I'm like, whatever. Look at this wall. So, yeah, I don't know. It seemed like a natural thing. Yeah, it's her husband. <laughs> exactly. So you're fine with it. We've been married longer than some people have been in puberty. So, you know. Yeah. So, th so there's that. So on to uh, Pinku's con stories. Oh, well, see, God, there's so many because, you know, we've gone... It's hard to pick one. You know, I think there's a certain point where you go to cons and you're just sick of sharing a hotel room with, like, 30 people. <laughs> it, the money you save is completely immaterial because, damn it, I just want a bed, for Christ's sake. So, I think one of the last straws for us was when a bunch of my friends came to visit me from out of state. I had about, like, eight people sleeping in my living room before we all trekked to Anime Expo. I forgot what year it was. 2003. One of those years that we were in Long Beach. I'm not sure if they... Yeah, something like that. Anyway, so we're in a room late at night. There's about there's about three or four of us per bed. We were lucky to have a windowsill this year because somebody was able to sleep on it. And that was... <laughs> We've done that. That's awesome. Exactly. Oh, dude, I know the hotel you're talking about, too. <laughs> oh, oh, well, the Long Beach one? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's uh, I think it's the Renaissance or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I I prefer uh, God. What is it in Anaheim? That was a better convention center. But go on, oh, go I on. missed that place when they outgrew Anaheim. So good. Because I hate the current one. Whatever. Yeah, it's, no. It's gross. Anyway, so you know, at some point we're all we're all sleeping at night. One of my best friend who came from Arkansas to hang out with us. She takes a shower that night, and apparently a lot of this is my is one of my other friends' account from that night because he was unable to sleep because he was the guy who got the windowsill. So he's kind of looking out, looking at the pool, enjoying the stars, and then he notices my friend gets up for the shower and he looks down on the floor, and our friend, and our other friend, who is 
on the floor, you know, there, there's a little movement under his blanket all of a sudden. Oh. Oh. Let me explain. The friend that went in the shower is female, and the guy that stayed is male. And previously before, he has made his intentions known that he is attracted to said female. What? No. A lot of a lot of time has passed since then. So, uh, okay. in short, no, no, there is no in short. My friend on the windowsill goes, you know, I just looked down, and there was movement. And then there was more movement, and I just didn't know what to do. I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. And thankfully, the rest of us were asleep because that would have been horrifying. And to this day, that guy on the floor has no idea that our nickname for him is Spanky. (laughs) We made animated GIFs and drawings. One of my friends made a cartoon about it. So that's, I think that was, wow, that could almost be about 10 years ago. It's been that long. So, you know, Spanky, I love you. <laughs> Just don't love anyone else. Still doesn't know. Why we're in the room. Wow. Ten years banking. <laughs> nice. Well, so my con story. Damn you. <laughs> they know what they're gonna say. So the first con that I ever really went to was WonderCon. I went to WonderCon years ago with the admin and the eighth Henry. Despite what's about to happen, I'm really glad that he went because it was the inspiration for Panda Mega. It was Manga. absolutely the inspiration for Panda Mega. Anyway, so there we are. We're at a con. We're chilling, having a good time. And to be completely honest, a lot of the stuff at Pan- at uh, PandaCon someday. Someday. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so the lot of stuff at WonderCon, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not really a merch person. I'm not really like find the old comic book person. Joe is. That's Joe. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm really excited about Artist Alley. So basically, I'm kind of going around. I'm like, yeah, this is okay, but it's not great. And then we get to Artist Alley, and my eyes bug the f- out. And I'm just like, oh, man, this is great. I'm, like, all excited about all this independent comic stuff and all this creative artists and, you know. And so totally loving it, totally soaking it up. But you know how you know how you go to cons and over your lifetime, there's just people you meet that you just would rather not see Damn you! Right? So, I'm not going to give names, but there's this person. Person. There's this person. No gender, just person. Yeah, we're going to be ambiguous, because we're not jerks. But there's this person, and I kind of see them out of the corner of my eye. We're standing over there in Artist Alley. I see them in the corner of my eye, and I I basically look at them, look at the admin of the 8th Henry, Reach into my pocket of tricks and throw down a smoke bomb and just take off. <laughs> yeah. Basically, basically, I just, I just disappear and just, and just, just sneak away. My Several only tables around was that I didn't know where John was. Right, exactly, Jeez. exactly. So there we are. I notice this person out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh hell no. So I sneak away and I go one, maybe one or two aisles over and a couple booths down. And so then I just sit back and just watch the fallout. So the first thing I see, I see Henry looking around being like, what the? And then he sees me and he's like, where'd you? And I, and I, and I point and he looks and he sees this person and he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and Henry's the only person who noticed that I was gone. And then this person just blindsides the, the admin. And she's kind of like, hi, hi. And so I basically just get to see this person just absolutely ambush my two friends. And I'm sitting back, hands behind my head, just chilling, just enjoying my time. Totally escape the mayhem and the awful of this person. And Henry was just, he was just bright red with fury. It was just, it was so a lot, lot of history there. A lot of history, a lot of history there. there. Yeah. So, so you know, an- another good conservival tip, if... Keep an eye out for people you just don't want to see. So here's how it was from the admin's perspective. Oh dear. 
God damn you, JP. <laughs> so things are going great. It's WonderCon. I love WonderCon. We are in Artist Alley. I love Artist Alley. I love how excited JP is about Artist Alley. I can see that, that something amazing is happening in his little head. His little panda ears are up. He's got inspiration. Everything's great. And then I look to... Beef Henry and we're talking, we're casually just conversing about one thing or another. I look back to JP and there's just like this dotted outline of where the man used to be. I'm like, where'd JP go? Where'd JP go? There's no words, then all of a sudden, oh hi! And there the person is. There's no escape. It's too late. The person is upon me. We are in the same space. And all I can think is, damn it, JP. <laughs> you could have saved us as well, but you didn't. See, that's the thing, though, is that if you make time. a ruckus and we all ran away, they would notice. But if I slipped away, I was sacrificed. John, you could have saved me at least. Well, you know how it is. You don't have to run faster than the bear. You just have to run faster than your friends. <laughs> So, so basically what JP did, some good accurate zombie survival techniques, but this person, this person, man, you don't even understand. It was not cool. It it's was not good. It was, it was bad move, It was an bro. unbelievably dick move, but it was genuinely hilarious from my perspective. Uh, yeah, I could see how it was, like a couple rows over. Ah, Escape. Meanwhile, the admins world, uh, there's no escape. <laughs> that was the longest conversation ever because the conversation before that one was, hey, do you want to share a bed? Yeah. That was the last conversation we had with person. What the? What? It was another con story that we're not going to go into because the yeah, admins Yeah, that was a proposed threesome, right? <laughs> I thought we were going to go into that. Here's the thing. New con survival thing. If you think it's a good idea to suggest a threesome, it's not. Don't do it. I am so tired of the whole underground, like, sexual thing that's involved with these cons. Let's get this just out in the open. I am there for merch and nothing more. You are the merch queen. I am the merch queen. I literally worked at GameStop for six months just so I could take advantage of the merch. And by You literally God, sleep on a pile of merch. Dude, it's crazy the shit that I got there. <laughs> like, all these people were like, yeah, we pre-ordered for the merch, but then we didn't come for 48 hours. Where's our merch? I'm like, I'm sorry. Our merch isn't available after 48 hours because it's already in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Man, some Resident Evil merch is... Oh, Man, I got like Resident Evil money clip. Yeah. yeah, I got a Resident Evil money clip. There was some kid who came in like, "Where's my stuff?" It's like it's been three days, yo. Sorry, bye bye. He got first his game, but he didn't get his around. money clip. I got his money clip. I'm <laughs> kind of drunk at this point. Well, I think that's about it for all of our con survival stories and con insanity stories and outbreak of zombie stuff and basically everything. I think that we are all sufficiently drunk. We will now retire to play The Walking Dead Episode 3 and continue to get increasingly drunk. And then everybody will succumb to my giant, massive, evil plan of them all sleeping on the floor in my house. <laughs> Spoon. 
Everybody remember that there are 10 more cons this year. We've got a lot of Sacramento events. Please come visit us. Keep your eyes open for Panda Manga shirted people. Let us be part of your con experience. It will be amazing. And then you'll have a crazy con story. And share it with us. Absolutely. And remember, listener, that we met at SAC Anime. Email us at geeklife at pandamanga.com for your free t-shirt. Well, I think that's about it. So we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right? Yay! Yay! Uh, one more cheers. Cheers! Goodbye, boys. Have fun storm in the castle. <laughs> <laughs>